everybody, this is Chad Shapiro. Thankful to be with you all from the Digital Dive. And we encourage you to share, like, comment, get the word out. Um, if you are uh, on the internet now, tune in to sabaradio.org to listen to some of the best sermons and podcasts and music that is out there. If you're on Facebook, um, help us get the word out and like the pages, sabaradio.org and Saba. The association's fan page, uh, fan page as well. We're so grateful to lead forward in this digital area. And we have two of the greatest minds you could ever have around to be able to learn about digital growth. And Eric Hilgers and Albert Diaz. And we are talking about a, a series of steps of digital evangelism, which the world is more open to now than ever. As a digital church planter and a, a church planter physically, we saw that we need more help digitally than any time ever. I'm glad we did. So we got to be able to learn and open up our minds. The first episode in this kind of series, if you will, was talking about social media. And these guys rocked it. So if you missed that one, you got to get back on that and be able to learn more about that or what we're covering. Today, we're going to talk about optimizing our website. Step number two in digital evangelism, optimizing our website. Um, the days of them just kind of seeing a sign and swinging by your church building and seeing what you're doing up on uh, behind the pulpit it, are kind of over. People are now going to usually see the sign and they're going to log on to social media, look you up, or they might uh, see a URL or do a Google search uh, to be able to learn more about your uh, church right there. And they're going to get a feel for it before they ever walk into the building. I believe, uh, was it Barna? Or, or somebody came up with a statistic that said even questions of the faith that people would typically turn to a friend at 40% uh, Google for the other 40% and 20% maybe come into your building. So that means Google is having a bigger reach uh, for evangelism than we are in our properties. So with that in mind, what is listed on Google? Uh, hopefully your website and, uh, and then what kind of experience are they going to have? So I'm just going to throw that out there to you two digital um, maniacs who do so well and just have, it, have you guys get a chance to share some of your thoughts on that. But how to get that website up. What, what, you know, last episode, we talked a little bit about SEO. I don't know if Eric, you have anything else to share about SEO on that. But just, you know, those thoughts about really using our website as a tool for digital evangelism. That's good. Uh, well, I'll start really quick. I think the uh, I think one of the easiest and most effective ways um, to get your website out to people. It, um, I'm sorry. You want to make it quick. You want to make it easy, effective for people to access. And there's this thing called contactless business cards. And what you could do with that is put uh, a QR code on a business card and walk up to somebody with a cell phone. And all they do is take it. They just go like this. They tap it. Wait, how do you do it? There we go kind of like that. And then it would show up on their phone. So I think um, easy accessibility is what I'm trying to say. That's, That's cool. what you want to go for with websites. You just want people to, to log on to it, see what you're doing and contactless, contactless business cards are, are things that are really starting to kind of take off um, in the, you know, 2020, 2021. I know there's, uh, there's different brands. There's Moo, there's contactless. There's, you could just Google it and, and, and see which one you like for the right price, but making it easy, making it accessible is huge. I mean, cause if people don't really know where to go, they're not going to go home and try to search unless you're, unless you're like given a really good product or you're a great ministry or, you know, 
Um, but you want to make it easy and accessible for them. So it's just one of my two cents <laughs> towards that. Words. That's a great word. Yeah, most definitely. What, Chad, what you're talking about, um, the uh, search engine optimization, SEO, there's services out there that are actually free. Um, I use one, here, let me pull it up, called WordStream mm -hmm. to help me find keywords. So with WordStream, I'm going to do a quick screen share here. But I'm also going to talk about it because I know that some people may be listening on the radio. What WordStream does is that it allows you to type in a, a web page. Here we go. Like right here, I just did bestbuy.com. So when I put in bestbuy.com, it told me how many people went to the bestbuy.com website and what did they use to search for it? The search volume, the search amounts. So people search for Best Buy's washer and dryer 22,200 times. You know, and this is within the past just few seconds. Wow. So websites like this will definitely help you. Washer, dryer, Best Buy. So you type in your website and it helps you. Now, if you have a church website, more than likely you're going to get an error and it's going to say, okay, nothing here. The reason I showed you that with a big organization like Best Buy was that hidden on the Best Buy website are all of those words. So all of those keywords are on the Best Buy website. There, You may not be able to see them, but in their description, they're there. Uh, when you make your website, even like say you use Squarespace and uh, there's a description area there and it'll say, you know, what, what are your keywords? So in there you can put, I mean, we, we, we always put, um, you know, Christian, Jesus, love the Bible, but put depressed, hurt, sad, drugs, abortion, um, you know, everything, everything that affects us is in the human condition, put that on there because you never know somebody that is looking for suicide counseling. Mm, that's good. I might just come across you. You know, somebody that is depressed or somebody that is just looking for, for, for answers. You know, you can put those words in there. So somebody that types in, I'm depressed, or how, what do I do for depression? And then your church pops up there. Mm -hmm. Think about how cool that would be. Mm -hmm. Then they can contact you. So using those keywords is crucial because mm -hmm. what a search engine does is say I type in looking for faith family near me, Northwest San Antonio. So when Google does, and it does this in, in milliseconds, it sends all that out there. And then it starts compiling different websites. So it says, okay, if, even for that first word looking, okay, all these websites have looking. Okay, now here's faith. Okay, here's family. Here's Northwest. Here's San Antonio. And the more keywords you have, uh, for that, that'll correspond with that search, the further up you're going to be when Google comes back. There's, there's services you can pay to optimize your website, and a lot of them charge a lot of money for it, but really all they're doing is what I just told you. There's some of them that will even put a, um, a text document on your website, but the text is clear. We have that on the Sabbath site. So there's actually a, uh, an area where there's a text box and in there there's written uh, San Antonio Baptist Christian faith, uh, community impact, digital media, leadership training, deacons, all those words are written in there. It's almost like a dictionary page, just words and words and words, but they're clear. So what that does is when Google searches over it, 
and it scans our homepage, all those words pop up. Even though those words aren't anywhere on the homepage, they're actually still there. So there's little tricks like that that we can do that will definitely help get us more notice, noticeable a little bit easier. That's so good. Because there's billions and billions of websites out there. That's and so really good. what you're looking at when you pull up Google and you do a Google search, you're really looking at about 2% of the internet. Mm. There's a whole nother internet out there that we don't even have access to. Mm-hmm. But guess what? People in Sri Lanka, people in Indonesia do. So just by adding these words, the Google results we get here are different than they get in other countries and in other areas. That's awesome. That just sparked an idea in me when you're talking about SEO, you know, search engine optimization uh, with those keywords. I think verbiage too on the website itself is super important to where it's geared towards the other person. Um, at, for instance, like if you have like media or any type of tab on your website, maybe put like your media, meaning like the other person or your your team or your staff. Mm-hmm. That way it's geared towards them um, because a lot of people want to feel like, okay, what, what am I getting out of this website? What am I getting out of this ministry or service? In as much as, you know, we'd hate to say it, you know, we're, we're consumers, you know, at the end, a lot of us, that's how, that's how we think that's sort of the human nature. But um, if you if you have a website or church, you want to try to gear it as much you can with the verbiage towards the other person so that they feel welcome, they feel loved. I mean, look at Chick-fil-A, for instance, or, you know, my pleasure, or even on Bank of America, uh, at the bottom of my Bank of America app, it says, what would you like the power to do? You know, it, make, it makes that makes you feel good, right? It's like, whoa, I get the power to do stuff. Wow. Like, you know, so it's just it's just a, a twist of words to um uh, just to make people feel welcome and and loved and respected. So I think that's important too. Awesome. You know, uh, same thing, just feel loved, you know, show pictures, you know, show action, you know, show great things that you're doing, outreach opportunity. But when they see a live, vibrant feel of uh, mm-hmm. people, maybe they see themselves in those pictures and they think, wow, this is kind of stuff that I would be excited about. The other thing I would recommend too is, um, an opt-in form on, on getconnected.church. I was one that didn't really care so much about menus and all this stuff. We needed to gather information of great people. So if you have a, it hooked up to CRM type technology, which we will go into in further uh, different episodes, but it's great to have them visit your website, but you gotta, how can you, you know, be able to grab a hold of their information to build a relationship with them in different ways. So if you have a little opt-in form, and then what do they get for opting in? Because you can't just have a form and hope that they do it. So we we tagged it to uh, uh, access to Right Now Media. Mm-hmm. So they can't get that on their own. But if they opt in with us, it'll shoot an autoresponder saying, here's your way to go in there and, and to get it for free. And so now it's like, wow, right? And so that's where people start to get to, to be able to share. And now you have their information. You can follow up text message, email marketing, set that to be automated as well. And so great thing to do besides just throw them at your website. Um, but what can we do to continue to um, grab the hold of it and go forward? Uh, simplicity, right, guys? Like you want it to be simple, you know, easy to navigate. Yo. Yeah. Well, yeah. How about a giving tab? You got most of you guys probably don't need that, right, guys? Right, churches out there, you don't need any giving tab. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We definitely need the giving tab, right? Because uh, uh, past episodes, we talked about giving software and uh, giving giving online is going through the roof. So definitely you want to be able to do that. 
Um, also, have your I would recommend having your software and have an option for recurring giving because uh, when people just do one-time gifts, obviously it's a blessing. But when it can be recurring and somebody can set it to a mount and leave it, um, that way, whether they kind of bounce in and out of service or it's summer or whatever, um, they're still, again, it's not just a blessing for you. Remember, it's a blessing for them. You know, the, the giver is blessed by us making sure that they are having the opportunity to thank God for what he's done in their life, to give their tithes and offerings, to be a blessing to the kingdom um, is, is for them. And so by making it simple and ways to be able to give uh, recurring instead of forgetting and different things like that, it's real smart, smart stuff. So um, great, great words, guys, for our second one about digital evangelism. Um, maybe a calendar, right, of events, you know, would be good um, that you could build into that and, and different things. Links to your social media accounts that you're kind of, you know, going back and forth with different traffic um, from social media to to your website and your website to social media. A lot of a lot of those things have plugins now for websites where you know it'll show your feed, so it'll keep kind of actively whatever you're doing on social media. They'll be able to see it on the on the digital uh, website as well. Um, but anything else you guys have to add? I think just really quick when you were when you're talking about the website layout, what something that's becoming more popular nowadays is like. Uh, having big picture tiles. If, when you want people to click somewhere, you just have a big picture of it. And then when you scroll past it, that tile kind of lights up and then boom, it takes you to another place. Um, so I think, I think I, I just the way the, the world is, it's going more towards just simplicity, um, big tile blocky, easy to read. And those websites are really in nowadays. You can get those, you know, build them on Squarespace and, you know, all, I mean, Wix, Beaver Builder, all these different uh, types of website builders, but yeah, those big blocky tiles are, are really in. They're really in nowadays. So that's cool. That's good advice. Yeah. And we we at Saba will be able to help you with these things too. Part of our yeah. um what we're doing with these digital dive is to be able to be there, not just in words like this and connect with you on a, a podcast or a video, but to be able to help you with your needs, whether it be video recording, a website uh building. Um, CRM tools, all of this stuff. We look at Saba's future, thanks to Dr. Dr. Horn and these guys here today as part of what we can do as association to support ministries uh, around the world uh, to be able to share the gospel. So um, thank you guys for today. Absolutely life-changing stuff really for ministry. And, and so, um, you know, and, and definitely tune in. SabaRadio.org where you'll hear podcasts like this and different shows. Uh, that are on sermons, music, as well as our Facebook feed, stopperadio.org, and the San Antonio Baptist Association as well has a great fan page. Get on there and connect with us there and come back next week and, and see us again. Thanks for sharing this out there too, because we really appreciate it.